Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Howdy duty, boys and girls. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about Philly. And I don't mean Philly cheesesteaks. I mean the city of Philadelphia, the great city of Philadelphia, the independence capitals, they call it. What they're getting ready to do, or trying to do, to destroy wholesaling. And they're making some bold moves. Uh, one of my listeners sent this to me via our YouTube channel and as far as a question. And that's the first I'd heard of it. So I dove into it and started looking at some of what's going on with the city council over there in Philadelphia. And I got to tell you guys, it's kind of scary. And that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, what I see here is a typical case of government overreach. And I thought it best. I'm just going to go ahead and read you this article real quick. And then I'm going to comment on it. Um, basically, I got to tell you, there's a lot of holes in this thing. And I think some of them you'll find it pretty funny how out of touch these people are in Philadelphia as far as the city commissioners. But uh, so it talks about the headline is a council member Dome, D-O-M-B, introduces bill to protect homeowners from cash for home solicitations. And it says, City Council Member Alan Dome, at large, today introduced legislation that would provide protections to homeowners from solicitation and related problems by regulating the practices of residential property wholesalers. The legislation amends the city's code under protections against unlawful discrimination and establishes monitoring and enforcement regulations for businesses and individuals who might try to take advantage of homeowners with quick cash payments and other enticements. The bill would require all entities to obtain a residential property wholesaler license. Go figure. <laughs> Read that one again. A residential property wholesaler license in order to conduct business in the city. A background check would be performed to determine if the applicant has not, within the last six years, been convicted of any crime of fraud, dishonesty, deceit, or violated ethics laws. The purpose of this bill is to protect homeowners from becoming a victim to wholesale buying practices that have been occurring for far too long in some of our most vulnerable neighborhoods, said Council Member Dome. The city needs to hold individuals and businesses accountable for their actions and ensure sure fair practices are in place for all, all times. Councilmember Dome continued, any agreement, this I love this one, you ready for this one? Any, any agreement of sale entered into by a residential property wholesaler who is was not licensed at the time of the solicitation may be rescinded at any time prior to the transfer of title. So essentially, I'm going to dive into this in a minute. Really what they're saying there is you go under contract with somebody, a seller, to buy their house. The city's going to come in and say the contract is null and void because you don't have a wholesaler's license. Boy, are we talking about some fine lines there's definitely crossing. <laughs> Residential property wholesalers will be prohibited from knowingly making false promises, untruthfully advertising, or engaging in any conduct which demonstrates bad faith, dishonesty, untrustworthiness in the course of soliciting residential property. It goes on to say the legislation will require wholesalers to inform the homeowner of how to access resources that assess the fair value of residential properties, such as, and I like this one, Philadelphia Office of Property Assessments website or any private real estate assessment tool. Oh, good. So you can either go to Zillow or you can go to the tax assessor's office. Neither one's accurate, but that'll work. It will also require homeowners to be informed about their ability to hire a real estate agent, to seek counsel, and to identify any other deemed resources deemed appropriate. I love that. Their ability to hire a real estate agent. Okay, America, just letting you know this. All of you that own real property have the right to hire a real estate agent. Apparently now we're going to have a form for that one. <laughs> That's great. That just cracks me up. By curbing, by curbing the worst abuses in the residential wholesaling industry, this bill will ensure homeowners get a fair price for their property and help families build intergenerational wealth, said Michael Froelich, managing attorney, community legal services. It will also allow homeowners and rapidly gentrifying neighborhoods to opt out of the aggressive solicitations from We Buy Houses companies. Interesting. Communities where homeowners are facing displacement from rippling effects of redlining 
Deferred maintenance on ongoing housing stock and gentrification already need relief, said Tanetta Graham, president of the Strawberry Mansion CDC, with the onslaught of solicitations from the We Buy Houses entities. The need has grown more pressing. We are While we are diligently working to inform residents of their preservation and or sale options, we need this legislation to protect them from the targeted, aggressive, and predatory tra- tactics and misleading practices employed to siphon them of their valuable assets, their homes. In addition, the legislation would establish a do-not-solicit list for property owners who have expressed the desire to not be solicited or sell their, their or rent their real property. This list will be managed by the city's managing director or appointing commission. Any property owner who appears on the do not solicit list may request in writing the city remove their name, blah, blah, blah. I got to tell you guys, this cracks me up. Couple different reasons why, but it, number one, this is a classic example of government overreach, and number two, it really points out how out of touch the county commission is, or the city commission in the city of Philadelphia. What's surprising, but not surprising, is that the guy that's chair, chairing this thing or that's pushing this thing through, who's obviously out of touch with what's going on, is a realtor. I mean, wow, big shocker there. So essentially, this legislation is going to require a wholesaler license and a background check to look out for fraud, dishonesty, deceit, and violation of ethics laws. Well, first of all, I'm going to say right out of the gate, this is a siren for a lot of you. Okay, not 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 most of you, but there are some of you out there that don't do things upfront and ethical. You're hiding in the bushes. You're doing shady stuff. And those of you who are doing shady stuff are really the reason probably why this is being brought forth. You see, it always takes a few bad apples to ruin the whole bunch. A couple of guys go out there and do some shady stuff. Heck, we've got real estate brokerages in town that all they do is wholesale real estate in my market, in the Tampa market, on my old market, and now I'm down the Keys. But they do some shady stuff. They burn some bridges, and then that's how this stuff gets to the city council, and there you go. Well, one of the things you can do right out of the gate to change your tactics is focus on finding houses for buyers, Okay instead of buyers for houses. Because if you're focused on finding houses for buyers, you're not going to be out there desperately marketing some property you've got under contract so the whole world can see it and the seller can see it and clearly see that you're trying to sell it for more than you're giving them. Because I know you probably were not honest with the seller or didn't volunteer to the seller that you plan to resell the the property. A lot of folks are doing that. And that, it creates a problem. Second thing you can do is don't get into a bunch of back and forth about the valuation of the property, right? Seller says, well, it's worth this. Well, he can think it's worth whatever it's worth. The bottom line is the most you're willing to make him an offer for. Now, an offer, you're making an offer. You're not giving a valuation. Don't get caught by saying, well, the house is only worth this or anything that has to do with appraisal or or home valuation, because guess what? You, me, and everybody else, for the most part, except for the appraisers, are not appraisers. That's kind of like a free gimme for you. Because you're not an appraiser, it's okay for you to be ignorant as far as the property value of the property, the value of the property, I mean. It's okay for you not to know what the true value is. And frankly, you probably don't know. Heck, I don't know. When you put a property on the market, I have an idea of what it'll sell for, but I can't predict the future. Nobody can. Even an appraisal is an art, not a science. Okay, Appraisal itself is an art, not a science. Therefore, there's no for certain anything. So make your life a little easier by don't get into talking about things like what the property's worth. So let's use our favorite $100,000 example. Seller says it's worth $100,000. Well, that may be here nor there, but worth $100,000 to who, Mr. Seller? You see, for this property, in my opinion, to sell for $1,000, $100,000, a lot of things are going to happen to happen before that. For example, the roof, Mr. Seller, how old is the roof? Well, it's 20 years old. Okay, well, if a buyer comes in here with a mortgage, they're not going to be able to get a mortgage if the roof has less than five years life in it, let's say or maybe it'd be 10 years or whatever, maybe in your market, or, you know, there's holes in the floor or there's windows missing, or, you know, there's a lot of things that have to happen before we can get to the valuation that you feel. And frankly, Mr. Seller, I'm not an appraiser, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I think the property's worth. That's not what my job is. My job is to go out and find good properties 
for my, my clients who wind up fixing these properties up and reselling them. And when they fix them up, that means they invest money in them. For them to be able to do that at a profit, they need to be able to buy them at a fair price. What the value of the property is to them and what the value of the property is to you, frankly, is none of my business. My job is to make sure that I can help you get this property sold and end the headache and help you get out of debt by paying off your debts or paying off the back taxes on this property so you can put this to bed and move on. Those things, helping you through those things, really have little to nothing to do with the value of the property. What really matters is at the end of the day, after paying the $80,000 mortgage, and the, and the closing, and by the way, we, my side of the transaction, the buying side, we're going to pay all the closing fees. So because we're paying the closing fees, that means a bigger bottom line to you. At the end of the day, if we can, Mr. Seller, let's just talk about the bottom line because we know we got to pay off your back taxes. We know we got to pay off your mortgage. So in this case, your mortgage is $80,000. Your property tax is uh, $3,000. That means $83,000 comes right off the top. Mr. Seller. So if you're feeling your value is $100,000, that means we're really talking about $17,000. At this point, Mr. Seller, if I were to give you the $100,000 that you're asking, there would be no room left to do any improvements on this home. And I'm sure we can agree that the home needs some improvements in order to prepare it for a nice young family. Wouldn't you agree? And you shake your head. You shake your head, guys, because you're face-to-face, because that's a proper way to negotiate or get in a Zoom call, right? These are the ways that you can get these people on board so that they don't freak out and run to the city council and start screaming that you're stealing their house from them, okay? <laughs> so think about that, all right? Make offers, not appraisals or judgment of value. That's kind of how I want to summarize that. It goes on to say that wholesalers are required to inform homeowners of fair value. Well, my question is, how can a non-professional inform anyone of fair market value? Even as a licensed realtor, all I can do is a comparative market analysis, which basically means, Mr. Seller, I can show you what homes similar to yours have sold for in the recent three months, six months, whatever it may be. That's what a comparative market analysis is. not competitive. It's comparative market analysis. I'm comparing the sales of other properties similar to yours to yours. And I can provide you with that data. I suppose that makes a, that's a good deal, not a good deal, depending on what side of the coin it is. But let's say this guy's house, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, guys. Let's say the guy's house is in, in the hood and it's a dump and there's other dumps that have sold recently and people got great deals when they bought them. So let's say this $100,000 house, the last three dumps that sold, sold for 20 grand. Well, guess what I'm going to offer? I'm going to show those comparables and I'm going to make an offer of $20,000 because why wouldn't I, Right. Understand the city should know this, that you're not a licensed appraiser. Okay. If the seller wants to know the value of their home, hand them a a yellow pages and hire an appraiser and they can shell out 450 bucks. But here's the reality. This is where the city councils are out of touch. If the seller had a disposable $400 to throw out there to determine the value of their home, they probably wouldn't be in the financial pickle they're in to encourage you to be sitting at their kitchen table anyway, would they? So to refer them to a professional is kind of you can do it, I suppose, but we both, we all know nobody's going to take them up on that. So it's kind of, that's in my opinion, smoke and mirrors. And I think that's just fodder to make sure that uh, they feel like they're doing a great job for the world, right? They'll, they'll sleep at night better. I mean, the city council, this is a tough one for me. Any of this next one, any agreement of sale entered into by a residential property wholesaler. Okay. Well, first of all, you're going to have to do a legal definition of what that is, because I don't know what that is. I can assume, but I'll probably assume long, wrong. And I suppose if this ever, ever does make it to actual law, keep in mind, this was a suggestion. This is not voted yet. It's not, has not become a law. Who has not, who was not licensed at the time of the solicitation may be rescinded at any time prior to the transfer of the title. So for those of you that are getting excited about this little thing they're talking about, I wouldn't get too excited because first of all, they're going to have to create an entire licensing program 
That'll take the city of Philly probably five years to figure that part out. And then they're going to have to get that passed. In the meantime, the realtors are going to get pissed off because what they're essentially doing is creating legitimate competition for the realtors by licensing the wholesalers. I can't believe that a realtor actually suggested this. It's just kind of dumb. <laughs> the realtor saying, yeah, come on in and compete with us directly. Well, I hate to tell you, wholesalers who are good at it are pretty good negotiators. Most realtors suck at negotiating. So this should be, this is like a death knell for, for realtors. I, I'm shocked that a, a realtor is bringing this up, but what can you do, right? But the statement itself is a bold move. How can they legally unwind a contract? How can the city commission unwind a contract? Because you could just come in and say, hey, I am the buyer. I'm not a residential property wholesaler. My name is Tyler Sheff, and I intended to buy this property. And I changed my mind that I sold it to Sean instead. That doesn't make me a residential property wholesaler unless the law clearly defines me as such. And even that comes down to interpretation because laws are laws. They really come down to the interpretation. This whole hoo-ha that's going on with the Supreme Court in D.C. right now really comes down to uh, ACB, the judges, what they feel or how they feel she will inter or interpret the laws that are currently on the books. That's what everybody's having a fit about is the Democrats think that, that she's going to interpret it one way and the Republicans are trying to say that she's not. Whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. My point is it's the interpretation that's really at, at bay here. Okay, So I don't understand how they can legally unwind a contract. I say good luck with that one. To me, this seems like a lot of legal overreach from the city. I, I really think they're pushing it. Um, I, I think this is going to be real hard for them to get past. And more importantly, I think this is going to be real hard for them to enforce, especially if some, you know, if someone fights it, they may sanction somebody, they may charge somebody, they may do something. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll throw them in jail. Who knows? But someone's going to cry foul and challenge this thing. It's going to wind up in Supreme Court and Philly, the city of Philly is going to wind up with egg in its face. I can see that happening because in my opinion, this is extremely arbitrary and overreaching. That's just my opinion. I think that this is way over the top for them. I get what they're trying to do, but the way they're going about it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense sense. Okay. They're kind of putting the cart before the horse. All right. This next section talks about residential property wholesalers will be prohibited from knowingly making false promises, untruthfully advertising, or engaging in any conduct, conduct, which demonstrates bad faith, dishonesty, or untrustworthiness in the course of soliciting residential property. Really? Isn't that already a thing? Do we really need to make a, a, a law about that? Maybe we do so we can enforce it because maybe there's no way to there's no law against being a bottom feeder. Maybe this is what is making, they'll call this the bottom feeder law, whoever it may be, or whatever it may be. But that's okay. I suppose they can do that. Again, they're going to have to prove knowingly made false promises, uh, untruthfully, ever, you know, knowingly is hard. Well, I intend that I'm buying the property. Well, how'd you intend on buying the property? I was going to raise the money and I tried to raise the money. I couldn't raise the money. The end. So how are they going to say knowingly made false promises? Well, I think I'm capable of anything. I'm Superman, Super Tyler. Da, da, da. I can raise money for any deal. So how can you say I knowingly made false promises? I mean, I can tell you guys now, when I make offers, I do not have the cash sitting in the bank to make any offer I've ever made. Never have, never will, because I use private capital. And no, I haven't raised the money yet. In most cases, I haven't even come close to raising the money yet. I identify the problem, talk to the seller, get the property under contract, set the closing for a date in the future. I have a database of people that I've spoken to, built a relationship with over time, who have indicated to me that if I had something that fit their criteria, they would consider investing in it. Great. And when something happens, then I call it, give them a call, and we see if we can put it together. Speaking of which, those of you that are listening and you have capital sitting there doing nothing, if you're keeping your powder dry waiting for the market to crash, we should get on a phone call and, and have another talk. If we haven't had a talk about that, we probably should. 
we should get to know each other a lot better because old uncle Tyler is sitting on some pretty sexy opportunities that I'd love to talk to you about. But for that to happen, I got to get to know you a little bit, kind of find out what you're looking for, what your investment flavor is and that sort of thing. So if you haven't yet, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash book Tyler, pick a time slot on my calendar. Let's have a talk. Want to learn about you, what you want to do with your, with your investment capital, you use an IRA funds or your own cash. What do you hope to, hope to earn in a return? Do you want to go at this by yourself or do you want to engage the services of my team to do it for you to help you through this process? Either way, we probably have a solution that makes sense for you. So go to cashflowguys.com forward slash book Tyler and whack an appointment. If you don't remember that, you can just go to the website, cashflowguys.com. Right at the top, there's a button that says ask, ask Tyler. Click the button, make an appointment, not rocket science. Anyway, moving on. What they're really talking about here, this kind of sounds like gun control to me. You know, where, where they say it's illegal to do this. Which means only the criminals are going to have guns because they don't obey the laws to begin with. The guy that's going to go out there and do shady stuff isn't going to change because he's licensed. I hate to tell you. Frankly, he's not even going to get a license because he's going to laugh at you. Okay. They're laughing at the police these days. They have been for years. Cops pull somebody over. People get mouthy with them. The, the Karens of the world slap the shit out of the cop and they get away with it. Right. You got people burning things to the ground all over the country and they get arrested one minute and then later that night they get released. That's just the nature of things. So people don't respect authority in this country. That's why we're having a lot of the issues that we have. Mommy and daddy didn't slap their ass when they were kids. Therefore, they're out there like a spoiled little brat, right? All those little rich white kids raising hell. Do you think they're going to pay attention to this wholesaling law? Hell no. They'll tear down a statue. They're certainly not going to pay attention to your little wholesaling law. They're going to laugh and go ahead and close on someone's house. The legislation will require wholesalers to inform the home buyer of how to access resources to assess the fair value of residential properties, such as the Philadelphia Office of Property Assessment website. That's hilarious. Because if you think about it, the property, when have you ever seen a property assessor's website that was even remotely accurate? They're usually very conservative. So the $100,000 house is probably showing it's worth 60000 on the property assessor's website. I know guys that wholesale in other markets that actually use that as the tool they show the seller and they'll pay the taxable value on properties and then they sell them for retail and they make a killing. In that case, you know, you, if the house is it's worth 60000 on the property appraiser's website, cool, I'll give you 60000 Mr. Seller. And they say it's worth a hundred. Well, Mr. Seller, the county tax assessor says it's worth sixty. So who's better at appraising property? You or them, Mr. Seller. Talk about using their own rules against them. Huh. Just simply tell them it's worth tax value and sell it retail. The end. You make a quick $40,000 and you go on. So guys, you really want to make this simple. Fine. Start using the property tax assessor's website as the valuation. And if it says there's an improvement on the property, which is the building, and there's the land value, the house is a complete turd, then there it says land value right there, Mr. Seller. And we got to tear down this building, which will cost us, I don't know, ten grand. Tear down in a hallway this building. So it's the land value of $17,000 minus the $10,000 to tear down the building. Here's a check for seven grand. Sign here. I mean, if you want to really get serious about it, that's the reality of it. It's going to require homeowners to be informed of their ability to hire a real estate agent. I'm surprised. I'm shocked, but I shouldn't be, that they need a law for this. Don't you already know? I mean, how do you get to the point to where you own or inherit property and nobody in your life has told you that you have the right to hire a real estate agent? I mean, are we really that ignorant as Americans? I think I'm going to give Americans the benefit of the doubt that we're a little smarter than that. I don't think we need a law that where I got to tell you, you can hire a real estate agent. And half the time, what happens to the real estate agents? Most of them don't know how to properly value a property anyway. They're not, their license does not give them the authority to charge for an appraisal. So they're not experts in pricing. They're going to mislead you. That's why there's such a thing as overpriced listings. 
So what the law is saying is I want you to go to someone who is basically incompetent 90% of the time because 90% of the realtors out there, let's be honest, 90%, and I'm probably being nice, 90% of the realtors out there are incompetent when it comes to pricing or negotiating or strategy or marketing or anything that has to do with being a realtor. You know why? It's because they don't teach you any of that in real estate school. They teach you nothing about that. They taught you a little bit about using the comparable sales method. They gloss over it in the state of Florida and they move on. It takes considerably more time to learn how to do hair and apply makeup in the state of Florida than it does to get a real estate license. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. It took a lot more time. I won't even get into that. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Get me on a, on, a, on a tangent. But it requires them, the wholesalers also, the last thing is it requires the wholesalers to seek, not the last thing, but to seek counsel and identify any other resources deemed appropriate. Well, that's just ridiculous. Guys, to summarize this, they really want you to say use the tax assessor's office for valuations. I say two thumbs up. Okay. All right. The other thing is that typical valuation tools, your Zillows and whatnot, obviously they don't account for the fact that the home smells like, you know, a dead cat and dog is peed in it and there's fleas and cockroaches and the roof is missing. None of that is accounted for in Zillow. So to, to, to tell a seller or to lead them to Zillow or realtor.com or any other automated valuation tool is in itself misleading. So what the law is basically saying is we want you to turn the seller on to misleading data points so they can have false hope. And they can fall further into financial peril than what they already are because they're going to believe their house is worth more than anyone with a brain is willing to give it to give them for it. Guys, I'm going to leave it right there. I know I went a little long this week, but I wanted to talk about this because I know some folks are going to freak out about this law, this potential for this thing to be a law. And I don't want you to freak out about it because really it's so ridiculous. As usual, we can look at these laws, look at the reason why they were written, make a few tweaks and changes, and we can live well within the, the rule of law. These things are not there. To, they may be written. You may think they're there to put you out of business, but they're not, guys. You can still play by the rules. Just do good business. Look people in the face. Be honest with them. And don't overshare, right? Don't overshare. That's really what it comes down to. Again, we're not valuators. We're not appraisers. Most of you aren't licensed in any way. So this thing is really not going to put you under. If it does, there's something worse wrong. If you're the type of person that is, they can't do a deal without having to boldface lie to people or trick or mislead people, then, well, I hope for you this law does put you under because you don't belong in the space in the first place. But I believe that applies to a very small number of people that are out there wholesaling. The rest of you are doing it right. You're finding houses for buyers. You're doing good business. You're not out there pretending to be an appraiser by telling people what their house is worth. Instead, you're making offers that make sense to your buyer because that's what you should be doing if you're wholesaling is making offers that make sense to your buyer. Just like when you go to the store, you go to the farmer's market and you offer the farmer 10 cents for an apple when he's selling for 50. That doesn't mean you're an apple appraiser or an apple dealer. It just means you want to pay 10 cents for an apple. Okay, guys? Have a great week, and I'll catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.